Hi everyone, and welcome to the AMM Torah Podcast. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Kisevo, and let's get right into it. Parsha's Kisevo begins with the Mitzvah of Ikurim. So every year around Shavuos time, you would bring the first fruits of your field in Eretz Yisrael to the base of Mikdash. Uh, specifically, you would bring the fruits of the Shiva Haminim, the seven fruits that were special to Eretz Yisrael. And you would bring them to the base of Mikdash uh, to show appreciation to Hashem for providing you with another great harvest. And this was a very exciting time in Yerushalayim. Uh, people would come with beautiful baskets of fruits and they would decorate their animals and they would put the baskets on the animals and they'd bring them up to the base of Mikdash. And the people of Yerushalayim would come out and greet everybody and escort them to the base of Mikdash. And this is something that would last throughout the entire summer, from Shavuos all the way to Sukkot. And it was always a source of uh, happiness and excitement and, and really a uh, very exciting time throughout the city. So when you reach the base of Mikdash, you would present the Kohen with the fruits, with the baskets, and you would read uh, several psukim that we actually find in this week's Parsha. Uh, and this Parsha starts from Perikavvav uh, in Sefer Dvarim, and the psukim start from Pasuk Hay, and they go until Pasuk Yudalev. And uh, they talk about how Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim and all the miracles that he did for us and how he brought us all the way to Eretz Yisrael. And uh, he has provided us with Eretz Yisrael and now we have all this beautiful produce and thank you so much and you would present the basket to the Kohen. Now if you look at the Pesukim, they should be familiar to you because these are the Pesukim we read during the Seder uh, to help uh, talk about the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim and all the different miracles that Hashem did for us. And the uh, Haggadah has a special explanation for it and uh, the different Mepharshim here have an explanation for it. You could read the simple explanation in the translation. Uh, but the Orachayim has a different explanation here, which uh, I'd like to focus on, and specifically in one of the Psukim. So in Pasuk Ches, I'll read the Pasuk, it says, V'yotzienu Hashem Mitzrayim, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, B'yad Chazakah, with a strong hand, with an outstretched arm, with great awesomeness, with signs, and wonders. Now, in the Haggadah, we explain each one of these five things, starting from Yad Chazakah. Each one of these five phrases we use to explain a different miracle that Hashem did for us in Mitzrayim. But the Orachim does it a little differently. Instead of using them uh, as to explain supernatural events, he actually says that these five things are items that we still have which are a big part of our lives. When Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, He had to take us out physically, from slavery to freedom, but He also had to save us spiritually. Mitzrayim was the most spiritually desolate place in the world. And in order to take us out, Hashem not only had to take us out physically, but He also had to separate us from the bad spiritual influence of Mitzrayim. But according to the Rahim, each one of these items refers to another positive spiritual influence that Hashem gave us to combat the influences of Mitzrayim. B'yad Chazakah, he says, refers to the Torah, which we see, he quotes a Pasuk in Vezos Bracha at the end of Sefer Tevarim. Uh, the Torah says, was given to us with Hashem's hand. Now, the next uh, four things in the Pasuk, we're going to talk about all together. So, there's a, he quotes a Gemara in Menachos, which says that if anyone has these three things, which again, we're going to talk about right now, then it's very difficult to sin. So, these are, these are things which are helpful in preventing you from sinning or breaking out of a bad spiritual place. So the first one is Zura and we're going to put the next phrase together with it, Uvamora Gadol. So an outstretched arm and great awesomeness. So the Orachayim says that these refer to the Tefillin Shal Yad, the Tefillin that you put on your hand, and the Tefillin Shal Rosh, 
which you, the tefillin that you put on your head, that these, the tefillin, that, that's the Zora Natuya, that it helps you with the outstretched arm, and the Mora Gadol, the awesomeness, you put it on your head to remind you of Hashem. The next one is Osos, signs. So this refers to Tzitzis, he says. Tzitzis serve as a constant reminder to us that we are supposed to serve Hashem. As we explain in Parsha Shlach, which is where the mitzvah of Tzitzis first uh, appears, uh, by looking at the number of knots and the number of strings, we make a different, uh, we show that they, we make different calculations and we show how they symbolize the 613 mitzvahs, as well as the single string of tcheles, which is on the tzitzis, which reminds us of the presence of Hashem. And the last one, of course, is mofsim, wonders, which he says refers to mezuzah. Now there is a Zohar, a very famous Zohar, which we may not know as a Zohar, but we definitely know uh, the consequences of the Zohar which is that having a mezuzah on your door protects the house from danger, protects the house from death. So having something on your door which very clearly protects you from grave dangers is a wondrous object, and that's why it's referred to as a moface, as a wonder. Now just very quickly, I want to explain what I mean by the word wonder here, because I'm using it in a way which uh, is not the typical conversational use of the word wonder. And the way we translate Mophis, I want to say exactly what I mean when I say wonder. Wonder refers to that sense of awe or amazement you feel when you observe something. It's, it's an emotional reaction that's brought upon when you see something remarkable or unique or something that you admire. So in this case, we're using it to describe the reaction to the amazing miracles Hashem did in Mitzrayim, which were awesome and remarkable. And later on in the Dvar Torah, we're going to use it to describe the reaction to observing the wisdom of how Hashem runs the world. So that's the Orachim's first explanation uh, as to these five phrases. And it's interesting because it's not referring to something supernatural, but rather something which we still even have nowadays. And I just want to quickly give over his second explanation. He says that each one of these five phrases actually refers to another section of the Torah. Yad Chazakah, the strong hand, refers to Sefer Bereshis which discusses the creation of the world, uh, which was done by Hashem's quote-unquote hand. Uh, Zoro Natuya, the outstretched arm, refers to Sefer Shemos, where Hashem performed many miracles for us, and uh, some of which are explicitly described as being done by Hashem's outstretched arm. Uh, Mora Gadol, the great awesomeness, so he says that corresponds to Sefer Vayikra, where we are commanded in the avoda of the Mishkan, and we are taught how to treat the Shekhinah, basically how to uh, relate to it and how to appreciate the awesomeness of Hashem, that presence of Hashem. And I wish I had a better explanation for awesomeness there as well, a better translation for Mora. Uh, Osos, signs, so that refers to Sefer Bamidbar, where we talk about how each Shevet had a flag, a different flag to represent their Shevet, as well as a specific spot in the encampment of B'nai Israel. So that's very clearly signs. Uh, and Mofsim, the wonders, so that corresponds to our Sefer, Sefer Zvarim, where Moshe tells B'nai Israel how all of their actions, whether good or bad, will directly affect what happens to them in this world, which uh, we actually see later on in this week's Parsha, when it discusses uh, different blessings and curses that uh, Hashem gave the Jews. Now, being able to observe the world and see how it acts directly in accordance with your own actions, that's a supernatural thing. And if you could really take a step back and, and look at it, it would really fill you with a wondrous feeling of how Hashem runs the world, the wisdom behind how He runs the world. So 
why do I like this explanation so much? When Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, He used miracles. He used amazing miracles. But at the end of the day, those only happened once. And while we take them throughout history and we still discuss them and we still thank Hashem for them, they're still just stories. Something that didn't happen to us and not something that we could even tangibly point out. And even for the generation that left Mitzrayim, who did experience the miracles firsthand, if they had something that was tangible, something that they could use to help themselves escape Egypt, what I mean by that is, like we said earlier, there was a physical rescue from Egypt, which Hashem gave us, and there was also a spiritual rescue. And it's one thing to have Hashem take you out physically, and also take you out spiritually. Now, while we couldn't take ourselves out physically, if there was something spiritual that we could use to help ourselves gain spirituality, as opposed to watching Hashem do everything from the sidelines, that would be a lot more meaningful. And this explanation of the Orachim addresses both those concerns. Hashem didn't just do miracles for us. He gave us Torah and mitzvahs. He gave us something real that we could take with us and help us grow spiritually and leave Mitzrayim. And not only was it helpful in leaving Mitzrayim, we still have these objects nowadays, even generations after we left Mitzrayim. So as we come to bring Bikurim, or nowadays, however we thank Hashem and whatever we thank Him for, we're not just thanking Him for the fact that He brought us out of Mitzrayim, that He brought us from the place of ultimate impurity to Eretz Yisrael, the place of ultimate purity. We also thank Him for providing us with the tools that allow us to continue our spiritual growth throughout the generations. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I really very much appreciate it. I appreciate all the feedback I've been getting the past couple weeks. It's really helping me uh, be motivated to continue to record these podcasts, and I hope that we can continue to do so uh, for many weeks to come. Uh, please don't forget to check out the blog, Ancient Ideas for the Modern Minds. Uh, you can also email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M. T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. You can ask me questions. uh, You can leave comments. uh, You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter in which you'll get the written version of the Stavar Torah and the recorded podcast directly in your inbox. So be sure to email me and you can sign up for that. Uh, Please check out hashkafahandbook.com, which is where the podcast is hosted and you can learn a lot more about all of the projects that we're doing here. And you can check us out on iTunes as well. Next week will be the Rosh Hashanah Zavar Torah. Rosh Hashanah is coming soon, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, again, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Shalimullah. Have a great Shabbos, everybody.